Hey gentlemen, I just want to take just a second here to inform you that at a certain point in this podcast, when I originally recorded it, I actually mentioned a brief address a number of times. And then I realized after I recorded it and actually uploaded it and posted it online that I probably shouldn't have put the address name that I was talking about. And so in replacement, I had to go in, I edited it, and in replacement, you'll hear some boxing bells. And it's a few minutes, you'll hear it a number of times. So I apologize for that inconvenience. Uh, Laugh about it with me because a lesson learned in the podcast world for this guy. But other than that, I hope you enjoy today's episode. Welcome to The Frontline, a podcast for Christian men who are fighting for their marriages, fighting for their children, and pursuing the plans and purposes of God in the everyday, mundane, in and outs of life. Day by day, the battle's raging, lies of the evil one messing with our minds, opposition on every side but this day we fight this day we believe this day we overcome despite the war around us we line up our shoulders broad our confidence in god today we stand on the front line this is the front line hey gentlemen Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. My name is Matt Knoll, and I appreciate you joining me today. Thank you for the download, and I just encourage you, if you're willing to and wanting to, to share this podcast with your family and friends. Uh, You might know some gentlemen out there that might you might think that they might enjoy this podcast, and it might be a a way to encourage them um, as they're doing their best to serve God and follow Jesus and be a faithful committed husband and a great dad and father and we know we're all we're all on this journey together as men as Christian men so uh, I would love for you to share this with your your buds and your friends and family uh, who you think could be blessed by it but I'm glad you joined me today and just to remind you I would love to hear from you the listener uh, each week I do see more and more listeners t- tuning in um, from all over the world, which is pretty cool. Um, it's always encouraging to to know that people are listening and, and hopefully being encouraged and blessed by what they're hearing. Um, and so I would love to hear from you. Uh, if you have prayer requests that you want prayer for, I would be honored to pray for you. Uh, send me an email, standingonthefrontline at gmail.com. Um, and I would also love to hear from you uh, about testimonies, things that God is doing in your life. Uh, And I would love to be able to share those testimonies on the podcast. Um, Just type me an email. Let me know that you're cool with me sharing those testimonies. um, Because that could be an awesome way to encourage other listeners who might be struggling. Who might be really needing some answers from God. And to hear testimonies, it's a good way to be encouraged that, man, if God did that for that brother, he can do that for me as well. So um, reach out to me. You can also... uh, Find me on Twitter and Facebook at the Frontline Man, and uh, yeah, it'd be great to connect with you. However, uh, however we can. So just this past week, I we have this old trampoline in our backyard. It's been back there for about five or six years, and the kids are too big and too cool now for a trampoline. You know, you know how it is with teenagers. <laughs> 
and uh, the mesh is kind of ripping and all that so it's just sitting there in our backyard not getting any use at all and so I decided to post it on uh, online just a couple days ago to give it away for free it's got the you know you find the section on what we have here in our town is called Kijiji it's kind of like a Craigslist for you American friends out there Craigslist you just post things you want to sell or give away for free so I uploaded some photos and put hey free trampoline uh, first come first serve you got to come disassemble it you know I'll let you know the address send me a message if you're interested and within the first hour I got like five replies for this trampoline and it just reminded me man you can post anything for free <laughs> and people will will take it it's pretty it's pretty unbelievable and uh, it's funny I I saw the people who are interested one of them at least who got there first they pulled up and it was a man and a woman with I'm assuming it's their daughter in their back of this four-door little car and they're coming to pick up a 12-foot trampoline that's completely assembled and I said are you guys sure you're gonna <laughs> be able to take this thing away and they said oh yeah we live close by you know and I'm like okay and I kind of washed my hands clean I'm like nah, I'm not getting involved in this and I was just interested I was kind of watching there in my backyard disassembling it with a little hand tool and it took them a good hour but they made progress and they made it happen I don't know how man but they took this thing apart with a little hand tool and uh, I doubted them I, I gotta be honest I did not think this was gonna work out for them I was expecting some guy to come by with a massive truck to throw the whole thing in the back you know and be off and running but these people they took every single bar and every spring and all the mesh down and they took that thing home in a little four-door car so props to them man they know what they're doing and so just for fun I thought I'd share with you some recent free things that I saw here on Kijiji and I just find it's amazing what you can find for free but uh, I found there's a free bag of a partial bag an opened partial bag of sand slash salt there's a, a free puzzle it's a free Titanic puzzle it's got the picture of the boat with you know I think Jack and Rose are their names but it says oh there's one piece missing <laughs> so but you can have it for free but you're missing one piece uh, there's some free uh, infant baby soothers uh, not gonna go there I most times free things are used things and I don't think I'm gonna be putting a free soother in my baby's mouth that's for sure uh, you can get some free large number candles for birthday cakes <laughs> you can get uh, free brand new it's brand new but it's free a uh, free keychain a uh, little blue rubber keychain it's brand new and it's free so spend that five dollars of gas money to come by and get a 25 cent keychain for free <laughs> makes sense to me uh, and here's another one you can get a free uh, free broken rubber resistant bands uh, so come come over to get this broken these broken rubber bands that you can use for uh, for working out they are broken but they are free as well and then here's a large picture of a free mattress and I'm it's unfortunate that they put a picture on here because uh, it's a white mattress it's kind of white supposed to be white with massive yellow brown stains <laughs> all over this thing I don't know why they put a photo on there it's thrown on their front lawn on a pile of grass with brown and yellow stains yeah I don't think that's gonna go for free uh, at all and my favorite thing I found for free which I just think is pretty cool is a piranha that's right one of those fish that will eat your foot off in the water a piranha free 
<laughs> so <laughs> if you're looking for a free piranha, send me an email. I can reach out to these people here in, in my area to see if it's still available for you. Um, funny story, I do remember years ago I posted a printer. It wasn't for free, but I posted a printer on Kijiji here to, to sell for $10. And I said, um, yeah, it works great. Haven't used it for like over a year. It's in basically brand new condition. Just looking to get rid of it. Um, needs new ink, but works great. Uh, 10 bucks. And I got someone who replied and was interested and was just questioning about, you know, to make sure it works and, and was just having a lot of the, these questions for this, this printer. I'm just trying to get rid of for 10 bucks. And he expressed some concern, wanted to make sure that, you know, ink, he could still buy ink for it and it's going to work. And, and I just replied back. I said, listen, like if you, if you take it and find it's not working for whatever reason, like I'll give you all your money back. No problem at all. Like it's just, it's brand new. I just don't use it. And he, he you know, this is again, $10. We're not, we're not talking a hundred bucks, 200 bucks. And he expressed some more concern. And I just reassured him like, listen, I promise like, no big deal man like I'll, I was about to give it to him like just take it man like and I'm like I'll, I'll give you your money back and he, he replied back you know a few minutes later and his response was this too risky I'm out <laughs> when I read that I'm like man this isn't like some crazy deal going down it's just a $10 printer like I felt like just saying you know what come by I'm gonna give you 20 bucks and the printer you know I feel like you need some some money and some help right now too risky i'm out anyways that's life on the internet for you when you try to sell things or give things away for free let's get to today's topic let's get this show on the road so we are going to get to today's topic gentlemen now last week um on my episode it was another episode of marriage and uh, i was talking about facing the curveballs of life together with our wives and I briefly mentioned um, that my wife and I recently were thrown a curveball. And it was just at that time between Jesus and us. Uh, we were doing a lot of praying the last week and a half about this curveball. This kind of this sudden change that happened um, against us in our marriage and our kind of our family. And uh, today I want to share with you, the listeners, kind of the last what the last week has been for me and and my wife and just regarding this uh, this curveball that was thrown at us um, about eight years ago, uh, January first, actually, uh, 2013. My wife and I and our two kids uh, we moved into our home where we currently live, and so we've been living here for eight years. And uh, yeah, that's right, you heard correctly. We moved on January first. Pretty crazy. Eh? Who moves on New Year's Day? But despite being a holiday, I still had lots of help. But anyways, we moved here. And uh, it's been great. We love living where we are. We love our home. We love our neighborhood and our community. We love our kids' schools. Um, they love their schools and, and the neighborhood around here. Uh, we have lots of beautiful walking trails and bike trails and ponds and forests and stuff like that right all around us, which is beautiful. Uh, it's amazing. You walk outside at night to walk our dog and oftentimes you'll hear, if you stop and listen, you'll hear the coyotes just over in the forest, you know, about 100 feet away. And they're howling and it sounds kind of creepy like it's wolves, but these coyotes are just going nuts. You hear it all the time. Uh, one winter, last winter, we saw foxes running around. There must have been a den at that time. Foxes were running on our streets numerous times you'd see them. You see rabbits, of course, in spring and summer everywhere. And, and oftentimes you'll see deer 
And one time not too long ago, we saw an eagle, a beautiful bald eagle up, you know, about 30 feet high in a tree. So it's pretty awesome. We love this neighborhood. We love living where we are living, all four of us. It's our home. And it's been our home for eight years. It's close to both of our jobs for my wife and I. We're minutes away from a lot of country and then we're minutes away from a lot of city. You know, all the shopping and then all the trees and, and beautiful country. It's just all around us. It's everything that we need is right here. And this is why we love living where we live. We are very grateful for our home and for where we live. Our son, when we moved here, he was eight. He's now 16 and our daughter was five and she's now 13. And when we moved here and so they were just young. And I remember when we moved here, they were so excited and they were what they were mainly excited about was having a staircase and a basement, <laughs> which sounds kind of silly, but we came previous from living here, we came from a very small apartment, the four of us, and they were just so excited to have a real staircase that went upstairs to their bedrooms and another one that goes down to the basement. And so we just, we've made a lot of amazing memories here in this home. You know, my wife and I have watched our kids grow to be, you know, teenagers. It's amazing. They've gone through those crazy pubescent years and they're still kind of in them. But it's just amazing to see them growing up, you know, from being little kids to now, you know, a young man and a young woman and just all the memories that we've made as a family in this home. I remember my son, you know, a few years ago, he played ice hockey on a team here locally and, um, he would always go out front and pull out the old hockey net and he was just rifling pucks on the front on the front road there and i'd always have to go out and say austin careful you don't shoot those pucks and those hockey balls too hard cuz you know i'd hear them rifle he'd miss the net and they would like smack into our neighbor's garage or you know smoke off their car window and it, you know just great memories of of my son playing hockey and ripping around on his rollerblades and and firing you know pucks missing the net and hitting the net and just a wonderful memory with him, you know, growing up loving his hockey as a boy. And I remember one time my daughter, Jalen, shortly after we moved here, she was at this time about four and my my wife was working. And so me and my, my son and my daughter, we went for a walk and my daughter was on her scooter and we went up to the school area and um, we're just walking and enjoying. I'm, I'm probably thinking of other stuff that's on my mind. And I remember her, we got to the top of this pretty large hill, especially for a four-year-old. To me, nah, not so big, but to a four-year-old, that's a big hill. And I remember her just saying, Daddy, Daddy, can I go down this hill on my scooter? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, go for it. No problem. Without even thinking. (laughs) Thank the Lord my wife was at work. But anyways, next thing you know, I realized she's being obedient. She's going down because I said she could. And she's racing down this hill and it's going right toward this street, man. And I instantly like realized, what have I done? And I yelled her name, Jalen. And it freaked her out. And she kind of jumped off the scooter while she's going quite fast. And she fell and she wiped out and she went and she went face first towards the cement. And I was really freaking out. I ran to her. I said, honey, honey, I'm so sorry. And she was crying more so because she was scared. And thank the Lord, she didn't get very hurt. It could have been a lot worse. She, she scraped her nose and some of her chin but man she could have lost a lot of teeth and did some real damage but just these memories these crazy memories that you have in 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 your neighborhood you know what i mean i'm sure you can relate i'm sure where you live you have all these different memories of of raising your kids and you know teaching them how to bike or 
letting them go down hills on scooters too fast, <laughs> you know, things like that. But I just, I'm reminiscing now, just the last eight years of living here where we live. And it's just funny how you get used to where you live. You know, it's your home. It's the place that God has placed you. You get used to the neighbors that you have up and down your street. And you even get used to the different noises that you hear inside of your house. Like every creak or, or you know, when people are walking upstairs, you hear the creak on the floor. Or just every little tap or noise that the refrigerator makes or the, or the dishwasher or the washer and dryer downstairs in the basement. Just these little things that you just get used to and comfortable with in your own home, right? And, you know, it's funny, like I, one thing that we always joke about, my wife and I and our kids, you know, usually Friday nights we do a family movie night. And just more recently, we noticed in our ceiling in our kitchen, there's a little hole from just a little bit, little bit of a drip up in the ceiling. And it's made this kind of little hole uh, coming down through our ceiling, a small amount of water damage. And whenever we're watching, <laughs> whenever we have uh, movie nights, um, we always joke that our one neighbor uh, he he tunes in. He hears the bass and the music through the wall because we're it's kind of a townhome, and uh, and so we joke that he's hearing and he's listening and tuning in, and that he he somehow gets up into our kitchen ceiling and he'll put his eye <laughs> his eye down into the hole, you know, from the water damage. And we always joke, you know, I you know, hey Dave, and we we look up to the hole, hey Dave, you enjoying the movie and stuff like that. But just these crazy silly memories that as a family you joke around about and you get to have like these incredible memories that are made within your own home and you just get settled, you know, it's your home. You can walk around the house with your eyes closed because you know it so well. You have just such a comfort in your home and it becomes like this crazy kind of comfort that you never want to lose with your family within your home. You never want your wife or your kids to lose that comfort. You know, as the man of your house and a loving father and and husband that you are, you want your wife and your kids to love their home. You want them to feel comfortable in their home. You want them to feel safe and secure in their home. And you want them to feel happy in their home. I remember as a boy, we moved a lot. Me and my brother with my parents, we moved a lot. And it involved a lot of different new schools and new friends and new neighborhoods. And sometimes that's hard to adjust. It's hard on families. It's hard on marriages. And it's hard on kids when you have to adjust to new schools and just new a new place to live. It's tough. And so saying all of that, what my wife and I have been dealing with this last week is last Friday, so just just over a week ago now, I was at work Friday afternoon and I got a phone call from our current property management uh, representative and she was telling me that our present landlord who owns our home, uh, were, te- were his tenants, he wants to sell his home, the home that we've been living in for eight years now. And the reality is that in our city, where we live, the prices of homes have skyrocketed. And right now, financially, we're not in a position to buy with the crazy prices that they are. And so I asked, you know, is he willing to work with us, you know, maybe to sign another lease or or come up with some different options to to keep living here? And, you know, and the reality was she she went back to him and and he just wants to sell and there's no hard feelings he's just he's getting a little bit older and he just wants to to be done with this property and and to sell it and so i get that i can't blame the man but the reality of me and my wife and my kids having to move in that moment when she called me just last friday it smacked me hard right in the face like it was just this boom this reality that wow 
okay, this is really happening. Like we're, we're going to have to move soon. And I felt it, you know, that feeling gentlemen, like I felt it in my gut and I felt it just bombard my thoughts. I knew that I'd have to go home that afternoon after work and tell my wife, obviously, and inform her of what I was just told myself. And I remember she texted me saying that on her cell phone, she saw that she missed a call from the same uh, representative from our property management. And so she texted me saying, you know, did you see that phone call? And I said, yeah, I called them back. And I said, everything's fine. And what else am I supposed to say? I said that to reassure her that everything would be fine, even though I knew I would have to tell her this news that we're going to have to move. And I knew that it would not go well for her because she loves living in our home, like I already explained. So I came home and I told my wife, Cindy, we went upstairs just to be alone from the kids. And obviously she was upset. She was disappointed. She she had a you know a, bu- a bunch of mixed emotions, kind of like myself. We were both kind of sitting there stunned, right? That's not a, a fun place to be within marriage with as a husband and a wife to to be in that place where you're just kind of sitting there in shock and you're you're stunned. You don't know what to say. You know, as a man, you're trying to be strong and and confident and comforting for your wife, but even you, you're struggling with just these feelings of man, like. It's kind of a blur. It's it's a chaotic blur all around you. It's amazing how one phone call can can do that, isn't it? And that's kind of what we were feeling. And so I remember we were just sitting on our bed together, and I and we were both just kind of sitting there in a daze. And I said, "Hun, we we're just gonna pray, and we're gonna give this to God." And I just thought, you know, that very very popular verse, First Peter five verse seven: "Cast all of your cares, all of your anxieties upon the Lord." Because he cares for you. And I just I just remembered that simple truth. And I said, let's just pray. Let's give this to God. We don't know what to do with this. We're in shock. You know, we're not going to make some crazy, you know, choice right now or, or try to figure this out right now. We're, we're just, we got to give this to God. And so in that moment, I took my wife's hand and we prayed. And I remember when we prayed, the psalm from Psalm 37, 5, it came to my heart to pray. And I didn't really know what to pray. You know those times when you're trying to pray and and because of the way you're feeling, you's, you're kind of lost for words. But this one psalm, it came to my, to my heart and to my mind. And so I prayed, you know, the psalm says, commit your ways to the Lord. Trust also in him and he'll bring it to pass. And I just prayed that. I said, God, we just commit this to you right now. We don't know what to do with this, Lord. We're, we're saddened and kind of upset by this news. We don't want to move. We, you know, we love living here and our kids love living here. And, and God, we don't know what we're going to do. And, you know, but we're going to give this to you. And so, Lord, we commit this to you. And we're going to trust in you. And we know, God, that you're going to bring this to pass. And we agreed in prayer. And we just, we finished our, just for a few minutes of, of praying together. And, you know, I tried to encourage her with some some words as a husband. You know, trying to make her feel better. And, of course, you know, you don't want to ramble on when your wife's upset about something that, you know, she just heard, some news she just heard. But the best way that I knew to encourage her was just speaking truth. And so I said, "Hun, listen, we know this Bible verse well. We know it. I've preached it in numerous sermons I've preached. My wife's encouraged people with this verse um, at church and just in our in lives. But Romans 8.28, I'm sure you gentlemen know this very well. But I just encouraged her with this. I said, listen, he promised. God said he promised that he causes everything to work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to his purpose for them. 
And I just thought, that's true. Either that's true or it's not true. And we know it's true. And I said, so despite how we feel right now, despite what we see right now, God is going to work this out for our good. And not just for our good. I said, because my wife expressed like concern for our kids. Like, how are they going to take this? And, you know, they're going to be disappointed and upset. And, and obviously, we're both feeling that for our children, right? Any parent would be concerned about their kids. And I just said, but hun, this applies for our kids as well. God is aware of our kids. He knows what they need. He knows what we need. He knows. And so he's going to work this out for our good and for our children's good. We can be confident in that. So we just sat there for a little while longer just talking with each other. And my wife mentioned, why don't you call our property management company back and just ask the lady there who called you. Ask if there, if she knows any other properties in our area that might be available. And so I'm like, okay, I, I guess I can do that. So I, I called back. This is like an hour and a half after receiving the first phone call from her. And I just said, do you by any chance? Because we have a great relationship with them. And we would love to be able to work with them still to be able to find a new home to live in. And so I just threw the question out. We wanted to stay in our neighborhood so our kids could finish school here. That was super important to us. And it's our home. So to stay in our community would be would be a plus. And so I just said, do you got any properties available in the same area? And she looked on her system and said, well, there's actually one. Uh, they, they're hard to come by. And but she said, there's actually one. And it's a just a couple minute drive away from where you guys are. Uh, but it's available like in at the end of the month in three weeks. And I'm like, yeah, that's not a lot of time to, to figure this out. Like we're not really in the state of mind to figure this out this quickly, it seemed. And so we heard her out. We said, okay, you know, we'll, we'll be in touch with you. And my wife and I talked about it. We prayed about it. And uh, we actually ended up setting up a time to view the home with the current tenants who were there. And before we actually viewed the home, uh, the street name was called And so we were both praying about this for a day or two. God, if this would be part of your plan, we don't know this is happening so fast, God. It's a blur to us. But if this house that's available on would be a, an option for our family, then open up the door. And my wife told me that she was praying also on her own and we were praying together. And one cool thing that happened was a day or two after, while we were praying about this home, nothing was talked about it yet. Nothing was mentioned of any kind of interest. We were just praying about it. And my wife went to work and her, her job and her uh, boss, who's also a Christian, a uh, great godly woman, she came up to my wife and said, I don't know if this means anything to you, but does the word mean anything to you? And my wife says, yes, I've been praying about this house that we might possibly have to move into called Street. And she said nothing to her boss. And in fact, the real proper street name is but my wife had been praying, just between her and God, she's been praying to the Lord about this house on And God's like, okay, it's actually So I'm going to enlighten you. And, and it's like he spoke to her boss to speak that word. It was a random word. She had no idea we were looking at any house in our area at all at this time, especially on a street called But God knew my wife was praying about so her boss says, does 
mean anything. And immediately my wife was like, yeah, I've been praying about that. And so that was just one cool way where God showed he was with us here. And we were just like, God, that's not a coincidence. And so we just kept praying for another day. And we got to the point where it's like, you know what? Let's let's see if we can look at this home. Just see. We have no idea if it's going to work. It, we, it's in three weeks. This is crazy. You know, how can this happen? Everything was happening, happening so quickly. And so we set up a time with the current tenants to view the home. And they were a super nice people. They let my wife and I come in. Uh, no problem at all. They said, look around, walk around, just do what you got to do, take your time. And we looked at it and it was beautiful. We both left feeling like, man, that was really nice. We could, we could really make that work. And so, you know, we said, Lord, we're going to pray about this again. We went, pulled over to a coffee shop and just sat there saying, man, you know, I think this could work. God could be in this. Like we both really felt just a mixed emotion of feelings, but we felt, man, this is the Lord. And so we just decided to pray about it again. And we felt after we prayed, we need to just, by faith, just see if this keeps going. And we pray, God, if this is not your will, shut the door. Shut the door, God. We don't want to do anything if it's not part of your plan right here. So we decided to, you know, tell them that we were interested. We felt the door was wide open still. And I just began to encourage my wife that, listen, I know we don't understand all of this. I know this is happening quickly. But honey, I said, God sees the big picture here. He knows why we're having to move. He knows where we're going. And and it seems like this is an open door from God. And she agreed. And we just gave it to the Lord. And we we said, we're interested. And we would wait to hear back from them if, if it was approved on their end. And the reality was that God knew this was going to happen to me and my wife and my kids before we even knew it. Because God is leading his people. God considers what you and I need. He knows what we need. He knows even what we desire. And he wants to give us the desires of our heart according to his perfect will. Amen. So saying all of that, they approved our application and the the home is ours now. So we ended up telling our kids, obviously we had to, but we didn't want to tell them nothing until we knew what was happening. And we wanted this to be a positive conversation, an exciting conversation. And I thank God it was. There was some emotion within, you know, some of us, you know, of course, like it's an emotional thing. They were kind of shocked and surprised to hear it. But all in all, they were really excited. And so saying that, we move in less than three weeks now, my my wife and I and our kids. And uh, yeah, so that's what's happening. So that was the massive curveball that was thrown at us just just over a week ago, about eight, nine days ago. And, you know, I trusted God during that time. My faith, my faith was secure. But man, in, in times like that, gentlemen, I, and let this be a, a, a time where hopefully you're just encouraged. In times like that where we just, we don't have a lot of answers. We don't really see things clearly. Things are just kind of chaotic and, and you just feel like this haze is blur around you. You can't even think. You have no understanding of what's happening those times. And the enemy's lying with fear and anxiety and doubt and all these questions and concerns. Oh, what's going to happen? Oh, you're going to mess up for your family. Oh, it's you're getting in over your heads and all of those things. You just need to say, Lord, I'm just going to trust you. I'm just going to have simple childlike faith. 
And even, you know, there's times even now still where both my wife and I are just like, man, this happens so fast. But we just remind each other that God is faithful right now. And we just want to keep encouraging the kids that this is going to be excellent. We're going to get settled. You know, we're, we're going to be able to paint your rooms and, and just make it our, our own home and, and just settle down there. God's blessed us these last eight years and God's going to bless us the next eight years, whether we're there for eight years or not. I don't know. But you see, gentlemen, God sees the big picture. Amen. And he wants us just to walk by faith. That's what it is. Right. We walk by faith and not by sight. Not by our feelings. We trust God. We don't lean upon our own understanding. We seek his will in all that we do. And he promised, right? This is Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. He promised that if we trust in him with all of our hearts and we don't lean or depend on our understanding and we seek his will in everything that we do, he promises that he will show us which path to take. That's Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Another version says that he will direct our steps. And so my wife and I did that. We gave it to God immediately. When we got this news, we talked, we prayed, and we immediately gave it to God. And it's amazing, gentlemen. Let this be an encouragement for you. Because he did it for me. And if he did it for me, he'll do it for you. When you commit your ways to God and you hand over the things that are a concern to you, that are a weight to you, that are something that's causing you stress and pressure, in your marriage or in your family, when you give it to God, leave it with him and he's going to work it out for your good. He may not answer in the next hour for you like he did for us. It might take a week or two weeks or a few months or even a year or two. I don't know. But you need to know if you give it to God, leave it with God and he's going to work it out. He's going to work it out for you. He's going to show you the direction to take. He's going to show you the path to take. And you, he knows that you are the leader of your wife and your kids. And if it matters to you, if leading your wife matters to you, if leading your family well matters to you, like it matters to me, God sees that desire within you. And he's going to help you lead them well, gentlemen. So trust him. Give it all to God. And watch what only he can do. He's the God who can open up doors that, that no man can shut. He's the God who can open up doors that no man could open. Amen? He can do anything. He's a God of all power, all authority. And he's, he's aware of your circumstances. He's aware of your situation. And so be encouraged with that, that God is going to make a way for you. Keep praying. Keep waiting upon him. But listen, gentlemen, I hope you enjoyed today's episode and that you were encouraged God's got you. He's got you. He, he knows what you're dealing with. He's going to bring you and your wife and your family through because he sees the big picture. He knows what he's doing. So until next time, gentlemen, stay strong in your faith. Keep fighting on the front lines for the glory of God. We'll see you next time. Thanks for joining me on the front line. Contact me at standingonthefrontline at gmail.com. Standingonthefrontline at gmail.com. Share this podcast with your family and friends. Look forward to seeing you next time. Until then, keep standing, keep fighting for the glory of God.